Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live, and I am back with another episode of The Marshall Gillen Show. It's actually episode number 84, which is insanely... Uh, it's not a coincidence. It's its insane how the universe works. It's crazy, uh, this thing that we're living in called life. And uh, in this uh, episode, what I want to share and touch on is a message about labels. Uh, I just want you to know, first and foremost, like I was sitting here thinking before I, before I recorded this episode, before I started right now, I, I just left the gym and I, there was something inside me. It's just like, you guys, I just, I don't feel like explaining why I quit being a motivational speaker and a coach the other day. Like, I, I don't feel like explaining it. Um, I don't feel like explaining it because I have spent the last eight years of my life telling stories. And I, I'm going to get into this in this episode. And I'm going to explain what's going on. But I want to tell the reason I don't, I, the reason I don't want to make this right now is because like, I don't feel like making this video right now is because I, again, I'm going to unpack this. I, I have a whole thing, like a whole bunch of stuff written out to kind of keep my thoughts straight because why I quit being a motivational speaker and a coach. There's so much to it, so many different layers. And so many of you have actually been messaging me, uh, texting me uh, with the numbers I saw. You guys are like, what's going on? And nobody's even actually asked me what's going on. Everybody's just, the people who have reached out to me have reached out and said, man, I hope you're all right. Uh, I hope everything's cool. Let me know if you need anything. People think I'm going crazy, which is rightfully so, but that's kind of what I want to unpack. And so I was leaving the gym right now, thinking about making this live going, okay, I, I deserve, I, the people who followed me and supported me over the last five years, they, they deserve an explanation to why I do this, why, why I'm switching this up. And so I know that in my life, and especially if you guys have been following me the last three months specifically, but I know that sometimes in life, we don't always feel like doing the things that we need to do to get us to the destinations and the goals that we want to go to. Okay. And so as I sat down in the car right now, even with that resistance, I had made a commitment to my audience. I made a commitment to myself and I said, okay, I got to go. I got to move forward with the Marshall Gillen show. There's a lot of dynamics changing in my life. But the one thing that's not changing is that I'm a storyteller. And instead of being all over the place, I want to start to focus in on one thing and one thing only. And how can I use my voice more powerfully, more targeted than I've ever done before? And so even though I didn't feel like making this video today, uh, I sat down and I was just thinking right before I went live. And it's like, if I had one message to share right now, if, like, if this was the last game that people are going to see Marshall Gillen play, what is it that he would want to say? And the thing that I want to say to you guys, and, and the reason I want to say this to you is because so many of you are coaches and speakers and entrepreneurs, just like I have been for the last eight years, been living a very public life for the last five years, specifically the last four years. And the thing that I would say to you more than anything is that you are more than a label, okay? Like you are more than the labels that you have placed on yourself and you are more than the labels that other people have placed on you. And here's what I mean. I, again, I've got a lot of stuff I want to cover. And so this is going to be a pretty long episode. I, if you're watching live, first off, thank you so much. Uh, I've got a lot of new cool things going on. Um, you guys know when everybody's going left, I go right. Uh, I like to do things that quote unquote, just kind of piss people off and ruffle feathers, uh, like getting a tattoo on your face or things like this. I like to do those things. I've always been like that. And so I want to explain that because I want to know who you've always been. I want to know if you've lost yourself under the labels. Have you lost yourself under the persona and the identity perception that you've been trying to create for the world, trying to earn validation? Because what I realized is that the reason I created an alter ego five years ago called Marshall Live is because I wanted to change my life back then. 
Okay. I wanted to change my life five years ago. I wanted to change everything about it. I didn't want to report to work anymore. I didn't want to swipe. Now there's anything wrong with that. Just for me personally, Gil and gang, like I am not meant to report somewhere and swipe in for a living. Like I'm not meant to do that. It, it, it was killing my soul. My soul was like dying. I could feel it every single day. And so I set out on a, on a mission to figure out how to free myself. And along the way, what I decided to do, because I've always just been that type of leader, I was captain of all my sports teams. I've always been, I was class president back in high school, you know, winning the homecoming King and fucking everything in the, in, in the community and all these things, right? That's always naturally been me. And there's a lot of you that watch me and follow me that have that tendency inside of you as well. And so five years ago, when I wanted to change my life, I found out about something called entrepreneurship. Now, a lot of you are like, okay, Marshall, let's not regress too much. But listen, I'm going to keep this basic because I want you guys to understand how powerful this shift has been for me and what's changing and why you should let go of the labels that you have placed on yourself. Because you're more than a motivational speaker. You're more than a high performance coach. You're more than the $114 million that you've earned your clients. Okay? You're more than the Guinness World Records. You're more than the award-winning uh, storyteller, right? Those are my accolades. You're more than that. That shit has nothing to do with you and it and the longer that we continue to label ourselves with those even though in our mind consciously we're going oh those are good labels when you're willing to label yourself even with the good labels guess what else you can't you can't not do you can't not label yourself with the bad labels too like how we do one thing is how we do everything and in this episode this this message i want to share today is about letting go of those labels because they're bullshit and they keep you limited in what it is that you actually are here to do to create the purpose that you're here to live Okay. So five years ago, I was like, man, I got to change my life. Found out about entrepreneurship. When I started to find out about entrepreneurship, I'm just a natural teacher. Like I can't help not being a teacher. That's who I am. As a matter of fact, when I graduated high school, I had a full academic ride to Southern Illinois University to go to be a high school teacher because I wanted to be a football coach. Okay. That's how the whole thing started. So five years ago, I started finding out about uh, this thing called drop shipping, and that led to white labeling, and that led to e-commerce. And I was like, "Wow, what the fuck!" And so I started making, uh, you know, three to five hundred bucks a day online, selling stuff on Amazon, flipping shit, and selling stuff on Shopify. This is like five, six years ago, before I knew anything about anything, before Marshall Live, before anything. I was just a broke ass bartender. I was working three bartending jobs at the time. I was barely making enough money to get by living in San Diego at the beach, and I knew that something had to change. And so what I did is I started doing something that I didn't know. I didn't, I never heard of. I started following these things called mentors. I started learning from people who are already successfully doing the things I wanted to do in life. And then I just invested my time, energy, and or money into learning directly from them. I know at this point in my life that rich, wealthy, successful people, they call that principle collapsing time. If it takes the average person 30 years to learn how to create financial freedom, how can we collapse time? How can I learn that in one year instead of 30 years? And how can I accelerate my results and get to where I want to go faster? That's all mentorship is. That's literally the secret to life. Thoughts become things. Go find mentors that can teach you how to get there faster. Like that's it. So five years ago, that's what I found out. Now, because I'm a natural born leader and because I, uh, lo I love to teach, the more that I started to learn, the more freedom I started to create, the more I started to teach it. I started showing up online, sharing these videos, telling my story. Hey, did you guys know you could do this? Did you know you could do that? And somewhere along the line, because of the PTSD that I suffer from, from my stepfather growing up, because of all the pain and trauma that I never healed. And because of the destruction, the drug addict and the alcoholic that I was, I, I, what I wanted to create was under so many layers of pain and trauma, I had no idea how to fix it. But more than that, you guys, is I didn't even know that there was layers of pain and trauma five years ago when I started this journey. I just thought, teach me the strategies, 
teach me the levers to pull. I'll show up and I'll make a bunch of money. And I know that I wasn't thinking it consciously, but subconsciously, I know now looking back that what I was thinking is that if I can just help enough people, if I can prove to enough people that I love them, that I'm here to do anything for them, that, that they matter to me more than anything, if I can give that to my audience, then surely they're going to love me. I will feel validated. I will feel accepted. And I will feel loved for the first time in my life. That's what was working. That's the program that's working, except I didn't know that I had uh, a, a bad money mindset. I didn't know back then that my relationship with money was busted. I didn't know that I had feelings of unworthiness. I didn't know that I had years of pain and trauma. And one interesting thing I want to talk about before I move into this is let's like mental health. Like as I've been going through this the last year and a half, because I, I mean, literally 2019, uh, I burnt my business down. I thought I was dying of stomach cancer, which really was just a call into my great awakening. Uh, and that got me into all these different modalities, biohacking, epigenetics, neuroscience, quantum physics, where I began to learn that this whole thing that we live in is really just a simulation. Like none of it's real. It's legit, just a video game. There's a God. I believe in God, God of my spirituality. And I believe in Christ consciousness. And I believe that if you're, if you find your Christ consciousness within you, that you are saved. Okay. Like it's not about getting saved through Jesus Christ or Buddha or whatever, which teach your own. This is a simulation. You can tap into whatever program you want for yourself, the God of my spirituality. And so I found the God of my spirituality in 2019, went through a very, 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 very public and messy breakup. Uh, shortly after that, uh, a bunch of stuff was said about me that wasn't true online from her. My whole network disappeared like that overnight. Uh, people who I thought were my best friends, people who are business partners, like these people that I loved and trusted. And then moving into 2020, I really started to come out. Oh, this, we're living in a simulation. All this COVID shit is bullshit. Uh, all like all this crazy stuff was coming up, these downloads. And what I want to say about mental health before I share some more stuff with you guys is like, I know all you motherfuckers are out there preaching about mental health. Oh, mental health in the stigma, but you are the same motherfuckers that are perpetuating people want to kill themselves. Like real talk. Like every time that you like unfriend me or you send me some kind of bullshit message or you comment on something making me feel fucking crazy, you're the one that's perpetuating the fucking stigma that it's not okay. It's no wonder that so many men are eating shotguns for dinner. It's no wonder that so many like the, uh, suicide rate for men is at an all-time high suicide rates for children for children at an all-time high and it's like going through this message going through this last two years like i understand why it's because it's like people say that they're going to create space and hold space for people but 90 percent of the people out there don't know how to do it they may want to but they don't know how to do it and it only further perpetuates this if i was a man of lesser aptitude of lesser mind strength of lesser heart there's a few times that I've literally sat there with my gun in my hand, like looking at my gun, just going, man, I could just walk right back in the woods right now, just shoot myself in the head and leave myself for the bears. No mess, no nothing. Now I'm not trying to trigger anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm just saying, these are thoughts that I've, I've, I had over the last year that I never, never, never thought I would have, have again. Okay. So first and foremost is like, I understand why people are doing it. Yes, there are people that care, but there's also people that are judging me subconsciously without even realizing it because they're judging themselves. And so the first thing I want to say is to everybody that has been here with me, thank you. Like to all of you that have been with me the last four years that never left my side, that reached out even when you guys thought I was going crazy, I want to say thank you. Like I fucking love you. Thank you. From the bottom of my fucking heart, like thank you so much. To everybody else out there that judged me this whole time, that thought I was going crazy, that looks at me, that follows me, that lurks on my ship, but doesn't ever say anything, fuck you. Like, fuck you. I, I, fuck you. Like, real talk. And I'm not angry. Like, 
I'm the happiest I've ever been right now. I'm more fulfilled. I'm more on purpose. I'm more guided. I'm more driven. Like I'm excited to get back to being Marshall Gillen, the Marshall Gillen that I always knew I was. And I'm going to explain more of this. Like I said, this is going to be a crazy episode, but this is not a story about me. This is my story, but it's a story about you. And how can you find the similarities and the relatability of what I'm saying and apply them to you? Because that's the one thing that I always said to everybody as I go. People go, oh, Marshall, what flavor of the month is it this time? You flip and you flop and you flip and you flop, flip and you flop, this, that, back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Because the, the things that I am publicly putting on display, the things that I have publicly shown up and talked about and shared my inner thoughts, it's like everybody talks about, oh, more vulnerability, more authenticity, bear your soul. But it's like the second that you actually bear your soul and you are authentic and you do show up, everyone wants to fucking persecute you. Are you okay, man? I don't know, dude. Let me pray for you. Let me rebuke the, let me rebuke the sin and the devil in you. Like it's fucking crazy. Right. And it's like, dude, all these things that I've been publicly sharing about what I've been going through mentally, emotionally, spiritually is the same shit that 99% of you motherfuckers out there are going through, but you just put up in the box and then you don't say anything. You don't let it out and you keep trying to grind through more labels. Let me put this label. I'm certified this. I'm international that. I'm best-selling this award, multi six, seven, eight. Like shut the fuck up. These labels are literally killing us. They were killing me and I'm not mad at you. I'm just fired up in passion because for so long, I just judge so many people because I really secretly judged myself. So if you're one of the people watching this thinking that Marshall went crazy, like you need to take a look and step back and say, man, where in my life am I actually judging myself? Where do I actually feel like the emotions and thoughts I have towards Marshall? Where do I actually feel like that against myself? Because the reality is we're living in a simulation and your internal thoughts and emotions become your external reality. It's literally a mere reflection to this whole fucking thing. It's like, it's not, none of this is real and quantum physics proves that. And so now considering it's like, okay, well, here I am. Uh, I'm not happy. I hate my business. Even though I've been making people good money, I, I, I'm more than just these labels. And what I set out to do years ago when I started was just to create a space to give the old me hope, to give the old me purpose, to give the old me drive, the people where I come from, from the fucking farm, from the white trash, country trash, uh, fucking everybody's been down on them. Everybody counts. Well, I started this mission for those people, except just very recently, uh, the last like, four or five days, I've had some pretty rude awakenings from the universe as a reflection. Uh, things like people commenting from a long time ago on video saying, I don't know who you are anymore. Um, my ex-girlfriend of, you know, uh, who I just broke up with, she was telling me I'm two different people, one person online, one person offline. My ex-girlfriend before that, she used to tell me the same thing. The ex-girlfriend before that, she told me the same thing. And so what I'm starting to realize the last couple of days is this pattern. I've been sober for um, 1920 and 61. I've been sober now for 81 days, uh, uh, from cocaine and alcohol. I, I'm done drinking. I will never drink again. However, I just, I, I, I did smoke pot on day 19 of sobriety, uh, cause I was 19 days sober from pot. I thought I was giving that for the rest of my life. Uh, but I decided not to, uh, and I can talk about that as well, uh, because I made it very clear. However, what's happened over the last eight years and then the last four years, but then specifically the last three months has been this stage. If you guys are playing Mario Brothers, it was like five years ago, I started on a stage and then last week I was going through the castle. And then just two days ago, I beat King Koopa and I got to the other side and I was like, yeah, rescue the princess and then fucking Toadstool or whoever came and took her away and now it's on to the next stage, right? And so 
the first things I wanted to share about is like, I had it reflected to me hardcore the last few days of the labels that I placed on myself. And what I realized about these labels that I put on myself, award-winning speaker, my six-figure coach, um, international speaker, best-selling author, uh, 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 $114 million in client earnings, like all these things that I kept doing to build myself up was just the same thing that I've always been addicted to was looking for validation, looking for acceptance from others, looking for, to belong somewhere, looking for somebody to love me. And I, I, there was a, you want a video or a comment on YouTube that was very pointed the other day. It was this guy that was a guy who I don't know who it was, but cause his name is something different. His handle is something different, but he's like, yo bro, like, I don't know who you are anymore. And this video actually had more thumbs down than thumbs up, which never happens to me on YouTube. Not yet until now. And this guy said, Marshall, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like I invested in the Dollar Entrepreneur Club, which was something I started four years ago, where I sold everything I know for $1 a month. And um, he's like, we even got on a phone call together. And he's like, the man that you are now is not the man that you were. He's like, your ego is disgusting. Basically what he was saying, long story short, he was, he was saying that I used to be awesome, but now I stink. He's like, you stink, basically is what he said, right? And it really kind of hurt me, my feelings. And I was still completely sober at the time. I had just gotten dumped by my girlfriend. And um, there was a lot of thoughts and emotions running in my head. I have been wanting to quit social media or I've been wanting to stop doing as a motivational speaker and coach a few times. Uh, you guys have seen me over the last two years say, say, oh, this is it, I'm done. And then come back a couple of days later. And a lot of you fuck and made fun of me. A lot of you talked a lot of shit. Oh, that didn't take long. That that was back, right? And I started to lose more and more people. Except the thing of it is, is that the, I'm an addict. Like I'm an addict, right? Some people can have a drink. I can't have one because if I have one drink, then I do a bunch of blow and I break everything in my life. 100% of the time, that's what happens when I drink. And so there's things that I've always been addicted to. And one of the things I've been addicted to is people pleasing. One of the things I can look at now is I've been addicted to relationships. I've been addicted to trying to prove that if I love somebody hard enough, then they should love me back. Except it never works like that. So it creates resentment in the relationship. I become insecure, then destructive, then I burn it all down. Okay. And so here I am just recently, I'm, I'm sitting at my cab and I just got dumped from the girl who I thought was my fucking queen, who I thought I was having dreams. Like I thought she was the one, Right. I am sober now. I never thought I was going to give up weed or alcohol. I mean, at the time of this, I'm telling you this. I never thought I was going to give up weed or alcohol or drugs or any of these things. Uh, and I'm all by myself. Now, I learned at this point in my journey because it's I've been doing personal development, spiritual development over the last shit five. Well, spiritual personal development over the last um, probably about four years, spiritual development over the last year and a half. And at this point, I'm really able to take a step back and understand that my feelings and emotions, there's no real meaning to them, okay? Here's what I mean. Like the emotions that you have are like a cloud in the sky. There's no future. The future doesn't exist. Science proves that there's no future and it proves that there's no past. They don't exist. They only exist in your conscious mind. It's always only right now. It can never be anything other than always right now. So the trick, the secret to life is learning how to be present in the moment. And so what I've started to learn is that these pains, these emotions that I've felt, this trauma, all this, this stuff, what I did my whole life was every time I started to feel uncomfortable, I would mask it with an addiction, whether it was shopping or jerking off or fucking women or doing drugs or drinking beer or fighting people or video games or uh, fucking work, working, working out, like all of these distractions because Somewhere in society or somewhere in my blueprint, I was taught that when I feel icky, I got to make myself feel good. We would relate to having fun only to when we're doing stuff. Oh, I got to be doing something to have fun. And that's how they only can be happy. 
And what I've realized over the last year and a half is that my emotions and feelings don't mean anything. Like, I want you to consider this. Your heart is made of just pure bliss and love. That's all it can possibly be. And when you die and go back to source, it's nothing besides pure bliss. There's no up and down, left or right. There's no, I feel sad or isn't that great. There's no context to anything because it's only bliss. There's no yin and yang. There's nothing. There's nothing besides bliss. Okay. That's who you are at your core as a creator. And what I understand is like when a light is shined through a crystal, if I shine a flashlight through a crystal, what happens, you guys? It refracts on the other end is a bunch of different color patterns. You should consider the fact that earth, which is flat earth, round earth, doesn't fucking matter. It's all only a video game. For as far as I know, none of this is real. Uh, as far as I can consider, what I can't see may not even be there. Like the video game may not even be rendering my mom in fucking Illinois right now until I drive to that part of the game and it renders as I drive it. Like you don't, I don't fucking know. So letting go of all the bullshit of it's this or it's that, like it doesn't matter. None of that matters. And so understanding all this and understanding that, okay, well, if this is like a video game and this is my avatar and I know that when I die, it's all just pure love and bliss. And I guess in the moment would be to experience what is this life actually like? What is this video game like? How do I experience that? How do I find God love inside of me? Because what I started to understand and what I started to consider is that the joy of being alive, the, getting to be here, like getting to do this game, you have to drop into the game. And that game, the old, the the, av, the avatar, the suit that you put on is your human body. It's ego. You can't play in this dimension without ego. And so what I would ask a lot of you to consider is if God or universe is one source energy and it's light, which it is because quantum physics proves that, that everything is just energy and it's a, it's a, it's a form of light, that Mother Earth is simply like a fucking crystal. It's a prism and one source light shines through that prism and it refracts in all different colors and or people or animals or plants or life. It's all one source energy. That's it. It's all one thing. And it's so literally the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated has never been more golden because stay gold, right? Because that is, that is the whole thing. That's the aha moment. We're not commerce and we're not money and we're not electronics and all this bullshit. What's going to happen eventually is we're going to return to the earth people in general, all this will go away. Civilization, now everything eventually will go away and people will return to the earth. The disconnect that we have because we're born into a world of sin, like everything in this earth is just frequency. It's a, it's a form of energy. You guys have heard of sine wave and, and geometry, the sine wave. That's what sin is. This is a frequency born into a world of sin, the sine wave. To be here is to experience duality. You cannot, you cannot have your ego, your avatar to play the game without duality. And that's the whole fucking point. The whole point is there's no good or bad emotions. It all just is right now. It's never, oh, I'm sad, so this is bad. Or I'm happy, so this is good. It's just a fucking emotion. And when you can realize that when you're feeling up, that give it time because you're going to feel down again. And when you're feeling down, realize, you know what? Give it time because you're going to be up again. And that is the fucking beauty of being alive. That's the beauty. God gave us an entire spectrum of emotions to experience. In choosing to only want to experience happiness and love and, and get rid of all the other ones, it's not possible. I could never understand what light is. There would be no context to what light is if it never got dark. I could never experience how much I loved Leanne, how much she meant to me, how much I just fucking, God, just wanted to be with her if I didn't know what it was like right now in this moment to be heartbroken. It's not possible. And what I started to realize over the last year and a half is that the 
secret to life is finding joy in the contrast. I've said this so many times. Like, uh, you guys know I'm a big crybaby. Last night, something just hit me and I missed Leanne and I started crying. Except I was laughing and joyful because I knew in the pain that this is what being alive is about. Like, I get to experience life because when I die, it goes away. And so first and foremost, what I got to say is that you're more than your labels, but the labels you put on you are the labels you put on yourself so you can judge yourself. Oh, I judge myself as good. I judge myself as worthy. I judge myself as successful. I judge myself as wealthy or, or uh, 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 fucking successful or whatever, right? And the same thing is when we fail, then we can put that label on us. I suck. I'm no good. This is never going to work out. When you let go of the labels, it all starts to disappear. Now, this is where I started to get it wrong because when I started this journey five years ago and I realized, holy fuck, I can be an entrepreneur and go out and create my own money, which in turn creates my own freedom. It got away from me a little bit. And I, I had, in order to become that person, I had to create what's called an alter ego. Okay. So first and foremost, if you guys want to change your life, I would look into creating an alter ego. It's one of the most powerful things you can do. Okay. Now what you guys see me doing right now about burning down Marshall Live and all that shit is I'm just building a new brand. And I'm going to show you guys from point blank how to go from zero to seven figures. I told you guys five years ago when I had not a fucking clue what I was doing, that I was going to go from a broke bartender to a successful, wealthy, well-paid global speaker. And I did that in less than 18 months. Okay. So one is I'm going to fucking show you guys how you can build anything. I'm literally going to do it live with the Marshall Gillen show. So if you guys aren't subscribed to the Marshall Gillen show yet, whether live on Facebook or whether you guys watch the replay on YouTube or you're subscribed on your favorite podcast, whatever it is, platform, make sure you guys are subscribed so you can see these daily videos. So you can listen to this daily podcast because I'm just going to be telling my fucking story. If you want to hear it, you do. If you don't, you don't. That's fine with me. But a lot of people are so fucking scared to change anything. They're so fucking scared to let go of the label, to, to not be perceived as successful or wealthier or whatever, that they continue to fucking be somebody that they're not. And it's killing you. It's literally killing you. And it's driving away everybody that loves you. And it's driving a wedge between you and your family and your wife or your husband and your kids. Like pretending to be something you're not is fucking killing you. Okay. And so here I am five years ago, I'm literally walking on the beach. Uh, I, I was living a, one block from the beach in San Diego at the time. I was stoned at the time. I had been making a couple of videos going live and I just turned on this video and I was like, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Marshall live and I am live and something about that stuck. People were like, oh man, that's so catchy. So I started to do it and I started to do it. And before about a week into it, I started to realize that this character, this alter ego that I created in Marshall live he could do all the things that Marshall Gillen couldn't do back in the day, okay? I couldn't do those back in the day. Marshall Gillen, the bartender, didn't know how to confidently show up online. He didn't know how to sell. He didn't know how to build a brand. He didn't know how to put himself out there vulnerably. Like, Marshall Gillen couldn't do that. But for some reason, when I went live on the camera and I was Marshall Live, Marshall Live could do that. Now, because I had so much unhealed trauma of unworthiness, of being uh, thought, thinking I was no good, that I was never going to get right, so much fear, uh, so much anxiety and scarcity, I started to get off course over the last five years. I didn't know that I had that. Like most of you probably don't even realize that that is your story too. 
because a lot of us are such high performers that when we can't, when we're failing in one area or we're not getting the response we want another one another area, we overcompensate in performance or we overcompensate in work. We go, well, I suck at this, so I'll just double down on this. And once I have the money, then I will be happy and I'll figure this shit out. Well, guess what? It don't fucking work like that. Okay. Does not work like that. And I am proof pudding that it fucking that that's 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 true. Because I over the next five years, I started to have build this brand where people loved me and they adored me and they 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 would thank me for all these things that I had and all these things that I would do. But the reality of it was is that I was starting to build a prison little by little for myself. I started to uh, uh, close off and mask off who Marshall really was. Oh, you can't smoke. You can't do this. You can't get tattoos on your face. You can't do all the things. You got to be this neat little box because you got to show everybody that you changed your life and blah, 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 blah. And I started to lose who I was over time. I started to lose who I had become. And before you knew it, I was Marshall Live all the time. But in private, I was hiding because I just wanted to be Marshall Gillen. The pressure was so much of trying to be somebody I wasn't. And it literally, even until just recently, until Leanne had just finally told me, like right before she broke up with me, she's like, I don't, you're two different people online. I don't need a fucking coach. I need a partner. I need somebody to be by my side. And I wish that I had, I, I wish I could have understood that a week ago, but I couldn't. I wish that I didn't have to lose her to understand this final lesson, but that is the lesson and it is indicative of everything in your life. And so the, the reality of it becomes is that when we assign good or bad, when we assign judgment and meaning to our emotions and our thoughts, that's when we start to lose. Instead, what I had to get really good at was like I've been talking about already is I had to start to realize that the joy and contrast, the joy of life of being alive is to find contrast in it, to understand when I'm up, I'm going to be down. And when I'm down, I'm going to be back up. And how can I take that and know and trust God, trust the God of my creation, my, my God of my spirituality. How can I trust God to let go, let God to surrender to him and his will and understand that it's always in his perfect timing. Now, again, I'm going to get a little bit further out there, but there is no God out there. Dropping to your knees and praying to the good old Lord is not like you can do what you need to do, but God does not exist out there. God only exists in your heart. The devil is your mind, right? The devil is the mind. It's the ego that allows us to play. And the heart is the God and the consciousness and awareness is Jesus. Okay, that's the Christ consciousness. So when you read the Bible, if you consider Jesus to be your Christ, your consciousness and understanding that it's not actually a man to save you, it's you inside of you. And when you awaken that and you're saved in yourself, then you tap into every eternal life and love. And it's always right now. Time starts to disappear. And even what happens, you'll start to dream and you'll start to be in between multiple dimensional realities. And you'll start to understand that all oh, this is a big fucking game. And this is actually just a, re a simulation. You can still love God and you can still love Jesus. And I'm not trying to burn down what anybody thinks like at all. You get in where you fit in, but I'm just starting to try to tell you nothing of this ex exists outside of you. When the lights go out here, poof, this simulation is gone. So does it really exist outside of you? Like science proves that your body, well, first off, quantum physics proves that physical matter is not real. It does not exist. It's not real. None of that is real. Science goes on to further prove that your human body is only made up of 50 to 70 trillion cells. And if I was to take a microscope and zoom into your body, I would literally look right through it. It's not connected. There's no strings and wires and bolts and nuts that make up my body. It's literally free-floating energy, 50 to, tri 50 to 70 trillion cells of free-floating free energy that's not connected. So then what the fuck are you? Who am I? Like, 
I'm just a fucking being. My consciousness is somehow hosted inside of this conglomerate, this community, this universe of cells. So knowing that none of this is real, and if you guys study the double slit experiment, which proves that thoughts become things when observed by consciousness, which is what this starts to be, you can start to release all the judgment. You go, dude, none of this fucking matters because I'm going to die. None of this is real. So if I knew that none of it was real, what would I want to create? But that's what rely, that's where the problem becomes because most of us have so much trauma and pain from our past, which is the test. Your mess is your message. Like that's the point of being alive. This is training camp for your soul to remember who it is. Once the training camp is done, we leave earth and we go up. If you don't reach the levels you're supposed to, you get recycled through the program. It's like being in buds, right? So when you die, you just come back to this training ground as often as you do until your soul elevates to where it's supposed to be at the next level. So knowing all this for me, that this is a simulation and not more than these labels. And if, if the secret to life is really to let go of meaning of my emotions, to stop judging and to be, to fall in love with myself and to fall in love with this experience, if that is, if that is the goal, then how much fun would I really want to have on this earth? What vision would I create? But ah, you see, that's the problem is that our pain and trauma in this world, we create labels around that. And then we tell ourselves a story subconsciously and consciously to keep ourselves there. That's the dirty fucking trick of the devil of being alive, of yin and yang, of, of living or experiencing a world of duality. To break free from that prison is ever-loving eternal salvation. That is the Christ consciousness to awaken the spirit within you. And so knowing all this, then the question becomes, well, I don't even know what the fuck I want. Like most of you people, if I ask you, yo, what don't, what don't you, what are you, what don't you want anymore in life? You'd be like, I'm sick of this and I don't want that and blah, 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 blah. And I was going to go, okay, cool. What, well, but now tell me what exactly do you want? Like, what do you mean? What exactly do I want? Like, tell me exactly what do you want? And people are like, I don't know, Marshall. I can't figure out exactly what I want. I got bills and mortgage and I got my wife and my kids. And like, I don't have time for all that. I don't have that luxury. And that is the story that you keep telling yourself, the labels you keep putting on yourself to keep yourself where you're at. That because you're judging and assigning so much emotion and meaning or so much meaning to your emotions as good or bad, right or wrong. And there is no good or bad, right or wrong. Whether you want to admit it or not, Jeffrey Dahmer was created by God. Okay. All of the most evil, fucking terrible shit you can imagine this whole world is God. It's still God. It's nothing is not God. Everything that is and ever was is God. Everything that's not and never will be is God. The space and the empty space. The Everything is from the creator. Everything. The devil is from the creator. Sin is from the creator. And you've got to understand that like, I, I read a book one time called Conversations with God and it's explained perfectly in there. And basically it's like this. Consider yourself if you were a parent and you're in the kitchen right now and you're washing dishes and you look out the kitchen window into the backyard and it's a beautiful backyard. It's all fenced in, nice high fences. Uh, there's a lot of trees out there, a nice tree house and a swing set and all the toys and all the things that your kids could possibly want and play with, okay? And so here you are, you're the parent, you're washing dishes and you look outside onto the land and yeah, you want the best for your kids, but if little Susie pushes down little Johnny, like you're not going to go out there and, well, I mean, it depends on who you are. You're not going to go out there and beat the fuck out of little Johnny. You're going to be, you don't want little Johnny to push down little Susie, but you're still going to love him. You're still going to love him no matter what. If you don't care what toys they play with out there, you, for all intents and purposes, because they're in a fenced in backyard and because you gave your kids all the tools that they need to be happy and succeed, it is really of no consequence to you what game they're playing outside. 
right? And that's exactly what it's like being God. God created this playground and he's just looking at us like, do whatever you want. If you want to go murder people, you can, and I'm going to love you, but you're not going to get what you want. You're not going to find that ever uh, eternal love and salvation acting like that. So the reason I use something so drastic like that is because we've got to consider that you can't get it wrong and you're never going to fail because every single thing that you could possibly be and or experience is God. There's no separation. So sitting here and judging yourself for being an alcoholic or a drug addict or for doing things that like you guys have heard me say all the time, it doesn't matter who you've been, where you've been or what you've done. If you choose different right now, you can be saved in anything. You can experience what this feeling feels like to be alive, to be in love to be who the fuck you are minus the labels because all the things i've labeled myself they made me so unhappy label myself all the all the oh i'm a motivational speaker i'm like no fucking no i'm not i'm not those things i'm so much more than all of that and you're so much more than all that so first off what i would say is that you've got to get clear on a vision and so when i sat down over the last three well so far in 2021 um what month is this right now april right now at the time of recording this video so for the last four months i've been getting so fucking clear on what my dream reality looks like. And you know what happened when I dared to do that, Gill and Gang? When I finally, for the first time, dared to let go of the labels, dared to let go of the limitations, when I actually dared to believe what it was I wanted and not what I thought the world wanted Marshall Gillen to be so I could be loved. Well, the world wants me to be an entrepreneur and a motivational speaker and a coach. Like, I got to be that. Except that's not what the fuck I wanted to be. How many of you are being things that you don't want to fucking be? And so for me, I started to look around and go, okay, well, I have a very clear vision of what I want. I finally had the, the audacity. I finally had the courage to write it down and, and say, this is what I want. I want to create the number one podcast in the world, the number one in the fucking world, because I'm the best storyteller there is because I tell so freely, so vulnerably, so authentically. And I don't, it's not about being famous. I'm just, I know that God put me here for a big mission and I guarantee if I could have a bigger platform, the biggest platform, it's not about the money, but I could help more people who used to be like Marshall, little kids who wanted to kill, like me who wanted to kill themselves since the age of 10, grown men and young adults who have tried to kill themselves like I have, who have thought that there was no hope, that didn't know anything, weren't taught how to be better, weren't taught that they could change this. That's why I am... That's what I'm dialed into. And it's not about money and fame. It's just about, I love loving on people and I love being goofy and I love being silly and I love being a clown shoe. I love being a class clown. When I was in high school, I was that. I was so that. And it's funny because yesterday or two days ago, there was a Facebook video on my timeline from six years ago that day. And it was me in this Jeep six years ago today with my bartending shirt and stuff on driving into work. And I was telling people, about just starting my entrepreneur journey. And I was, I, he was, and the, the guy I was watching that video, he was so compassionate and so loving and so down to earth. And I was thinking, man, how did you lose that guy six years ago, Marshall, the guy that started off? And I remembered in that moment that that Marshall wanted to do nothing more than to give people hope and make people laugh. As a matter of fact, that Marshall wanted to be a stand up comedian back then. So I was thinking two days ago, how in the fuck did I get so far off course? The vision I have right now today, Marshall, is basically the same vision you had back then. So where in the fucking last six years did it go wrong? And then I got onto YouTube. That's when I saw that guy's comment that was like, yo, bro, you're not the same guy. See, it's a simulation. Like we are constantly creating what we need. It's just where we see the signs in the simulation. And so I was like, oh my God, like this is an opportunity for me to find that guy. And so then I started to think. 
there's something you guys may or may not heard of. And you guys should write this down and do more research on it. Or you guys should join GillenUniversity.us. You guys should go to go to my website. You guys can see it here, Marshall, MarshallGillen420.club. And there's a link to Marshall Gillen University, to Gillen University. It's a law of attraction and mindset mastery program. But this is the most important thing I teach in. It's called state management. It's how can we control our state of mind in the moment to to override our feelings and emotions to stay on track to where we want to go. It's something that Tony Robbins teaches about. It's something that so many people talk about. And so in the moment, yesterday, two days ago, when I'm looking back at six years ago to Marshall, I'm thinking to myself, what state was Marshall in back then? And what I started to realize is that Marshall was in a state of having fun, of self-amusement, of all these things. And then wouldn't you fucking know, randomly, I would, I was on like Instagram and, um, uh, looking for some things on uh, Google and for whatever reason, right. I kept finding these things about, and I wasn't searching for them. I kept these, these, uh, posts or these things that keep coming up about self-amusement, how to be self-amused. And I was like, I was like, dude, like I used to be the most self-amused person in the world. I was always cracking myself up and people would feed off that. They'd be like, what are you laughing at? Why do you think you're so funny? And I'd be like, dude, I'm the funniest guy I know. But two days ago, I realized I wasn't the funniest guy I knew anymore. I was fucking bitter and angry. And I started to be like, why are you bitter and angry? Well, you're bitter and angry because you always feel like you have to, uh, uh, in order to make money, you got to get people to change their life. But you know what the reality of it is, Gillen Gang? Most people don't want to change their life. And so literally my entire existence over the last four years was my survival and livelihood became dependent on getting people to do things they didn't want to fucking do. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, the state of mind I've been has been one of bitterness and anger. No wonder I'm showing up like this in the world. No wonder everything's constantly falling apart. And so then I started to think, okay, I, 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 there's some, uh, again, I'm giving you guys a lot, I know, but I put together a free mini course on how to override these thoughts. It's called Unstoppable New You. And if you go to unstoppablenewyou.com, you can literally take this course for free. It's completely free. I want nothing from you. And so I was teaching this course just the other day as I re-released this mini course. And one of the things I talk about is this uh, is called your, uh, it's like, um, oh, Marshall, use your thoughts in your, your head. It's called uh, Unstoppable Moments. And what you do, what, the way I teach this exercise, I, I say, okay, sit down. And I want you to write down two, three, four, five, a couple times in your life when you can close your eyes and remember feeling absolutely unstoppable, okay? So for example, one of my unstoppable moments is I can think back to when I was 18 years old. I was playing high school football. I'm a little guy. I'm five foot six, but I'm pretty beefy. I'll probably still beat your ass. And uh, and uh, I, I was pretty beefy. And so uh, we're playing football. I'm a senior. Uh, it's under Friday Night Lights. We're playing a big team from Chicago. And the running back for that team was a uh, top recruit in the nation. Big motherfucker, fast, strong, big motherfucker. And at one point in the game, he takes a sweep and I'm playing safety. He's coming around the edge and he doesn't see me. And I just fucking light him up. It's what we call a decleter in football. I hit him so hard. He came right, his feet, his cleats came right out from underneath of him. And I just hit him so hard. And I stood over top of him in a power pose. And I was like, ah, right. In that moment, I felt absolutely unstoppable. So when we go back to talking about state management, the trick to life or to being able to take action when you don't feel like it is being able to take control of your state management. And so I teach the unstoppable moment as a way to shift states. When you're feeling unresourceful or down, how can we close our eyes, replay these things in our memory so we can feel, so our physiology changes, so our psychology changes, and all of a sudden we're in a different state of mind to step up and take shit down, right? And so I'm sitting there, I'm watching this fucking video of me from six years ago. 
I'm thinking what kind of state was I in in that video? And then I took it a step further. And I go, well, what kind of state was I in when I remember being my happiest? When's the little Marshall the last time you felt unfucking stoppable? You felt, I mean, you felt great. And the reality of it was, is it was the last time was, so I was 18 when I was in high school. It was before I, I mean, when I was in high school, I thought that I was the best in the world at everything. And not because I was cocky, but because I loved who I was as a person. I loved that I loved on everybody. I loved that I believed in myself with no labels and no limitations. I just, just wholeheartedly and rawly believed in myself. And I started to think, what was that Marshall Gillen like? What was that feeling? What did he, how did he act, right? Yeah, I was obviously a little bit more immature and I didn't have the the, the wealth of knowledge that I have now, but the, the, the underlying state of emotion was that I felt like I was unstoppable. And so what I started to realize is, well, what is it that I was doing back then? How was I feeding my mind? How was I feeding my body? What are the things I was doing? And again, it came down to habits and routines. And now as I sit here at 36 and I'm going, okay, well, if I know that I have a clear vision of what I want to create and what separates me is the state of uh, the state of mind I'm in and the emotions that I feed it. And if I constantly stay focused because where focus goes, energy flows. If I'm always constantly focused on the good or the bad, the labels, the negativity, the anger, the bitterness, then I'm only going to recreate that in my simulation because I just said that your internal thoughts and feelings become your external reality. Nothing outside of you exists. It's not real. So literally your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, husband, wife, friends, every single thing you see is literally just a reflection of what you're going through. So the next time you're feeling a, a certain type of way against somebody else, you need to fucking take a step back. You need to push pause and you need to go, where am I really feeling like that against myself? And your whole fucking world will change because everything is a reflection of ourselves. And every single thing that we experience is an opportunity for you to stop and go, wow, what is this reflecting back to me about me? And so I know that my habits and routines are what's going to dictate that. The, the, as everybody's been thinking, I've been losing my fucking mind over the last couple months. And, oh, Marshall, you okay? And then as of the last two days, as, as I'm like, yo, Marshall 420, yeah, I smoke some pot every now and then. But I'm not going to drink anymore. I don't want to do that. I don't want to use drugs anymore. I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to be in relationships because I'm trying to find something that they give me so I love myself. I'm just ready to love myself. I'm ready to get clear on my vision. I'm ready to take my habits and my routines up another notch to be able to create this reality that I want. And so a lot of people are like, yo, bro, like what is it that's going on? Listen, nothing's really going on. I'm just not going to be a speaker and a fucking coach anymore. A lot of the, still, the ways that I'm going to make money are still the same. Like I still have Gillen University. It doesn't change the fact that I still have the skills that have made my clients $114 million. So I'm still going to run the Lifestyle Mastery Club. It's just that like, I'm not going to be the main coach in there. I'm like, yo, I created the Lifestyle Mastery Club. I have some certain skills. What skills do you have? Oh, well, if you're real skilled and you want to invest money to be part of this click, this club, then like come in here and I'll facilitate it. I'll, I'll arrange three vacations a year for us to go on and I'll use my network to invite my, my high level friends to come out and speak to us. So you bring your skills and energy to the Lifestyle Mastery Club. I'll bring the skills and energy I have and let's go out and find some people. Like I'm still doing the same shit, but it's a completely different frame of mind. And the ultra ego that I've created to be able to do this is Marshall Gillen. Like, fun-loving Marshall Gillen, the same Marshall Gillen that loves to just have fun and be self-amused and 
find the enthusiasm and love and optimistic positivity and everything. Like that's who I am. And I couldn't be that without burning down Marshall Live because Marshall Live was all of these things that I'm not anymore. And if you guys have ever listened to the book, The Superior, the Way the Superior Man, he talks about that in particular, about how you will go through phases of life and you will come to a point when you realize that that person that you have created, that avatar is no longer needed. And it's time to turn the page to create a new purpose. That Marshall Live in the last five years of motivational speaking and coaching has served its purpose. It has gotten me to who I know. It's gotten me closer to remembering who I truly am. And so as I go forward, I'm just doubling down on my habits and routines. I have a very clear vision of who I want. And so it's been interesting that so many people are like, oh, what's going on with you? When really, like, yeah, they may think that they feel bad for me, but really they feel bad for them fucking selves. Because as they watch me have the balls and the tenacity and the fucking boldness and confidence to stand up and go, Fuck all of you who hate me. Thank you to all of you who have loved me. Yes, I smoke some pot sometimes, but you still aren't going to outwork me. You still aren't going to like be better than me. Anything you can do, I can do too. I could probably do anything you can do stoned. And I, like for some people, that's okay. For other people, that's not. Some people can have a drink. Some people can't. Some people can smoke pot. Some people can't. Some people can fuck their way all over the place. Some people can't. Some people can be coaches and speakers. Some people can't. Like, to judge and assign all this fucking meaning to everything you're doing is so pointless. It's only keeping you labeled or it's only keeping you limited. And a side note, which I'll talk about another time because we've talked about so much in this in this episode right now, but the speaking and coaching industry is so disgusting. It's so fucking disgusting. The personal development space is so fucking gross and not because people want to be. It's because most coaches and speakers are like me. They found entrepreneurship or they found helping people and because they never were able to help themselves and actually heal from the deep-seated pain and trauma they have inside of them. They're going out trying to help a bunch of people, which they truly believe that they want to, but they're so tired and exhausted at soul level that I can see it all over them. And it just turns me off and it pisses me off. And I'm like, why do I keep myself in this, in this industry? I, when everybody else is going left, I'm going right. When everybody's doing one thing, I'm going to do the other. And so I'm like, fuck coaching and speaking. It's a gross industry. Yes, there are some people out there who are really good. But if you consider the amount of people in the entrepreneurial world that call themselves coaches and speakers versus the actual people out there that are making major impact, literally coaches and speakers that are worth a damn at all or that are really great are less than 1% of the total population of people that make up coaches and speakers. It's so fucking gross. And so I'm doing this one because I want to fucking live my life. I want to be me. But the second thing is, is that I just want to create a space and energy for, for people out there who are like, who are like I used to be to just let go and to admit to themselves that they're not happy, that they don't want to be a coach and a speaker, that there's so much more than that. Yes, I have the Marshall Gillen show. And yes, one day soon, it will be the number one self-development or self or self-help or mental uh, health awareness podcast in the world. I know that without a shadow of a doubt because nobody can spit it and be like me. Nobody can give the raw emotion like me. And I can't fix your car. I can't build a house. I don't know how to fucking plant a garden but I'm good at telling stories that change lives. That's what I was meant to do. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So I know what it is I'm meant to do. A lot of the things I used to teach, I used to sell the skills. Now I'm just going to use the skills for me and fucking whatever. You guys can do what you want to do. I just want to create hope for people to step, a space for people to have hope to step into and give themselves permission to let go of all the bullshit that you don't want. And in that time, I just want to help people have fun. Like I've always wanted to do Marshpalooza, which is just a adult summer camp. Why haven't I done that? Oh, because you can't have an adult summer camp as a fucking motivational speaker. Fuck that. Like, if there's people like me that like to hang out and have a good time over the weekend and you guys want to come out to Marshall Palooza here in Montana and hang out in the lake at a cabin during the 4th of July with other people like you and me, 
then you should come to Marshall Palooza. You guys can go to marshallgillon420.club and you guys can see all of that. But the point being is that there's so many things that I know that you want to do that you're not allowing yourself to do. You're not allowing yourself to have fun because you've created this perception, your mind, this identity through these labels that you have to do one thing to make money and inspire the world. Fuck that. I'm telling you that's bullshit and it's not right. Like you shouldn't keep yourself labeled. You shouldn't do that. And so now I'm going to show you guys, just like I did in 2016, exactly how to build the life of your dreams being you. Okay. I'm going to do it through storytelling. I'm going to do it through personal branding. I'm going to do it through public, public speaking. I have digital products and real life products. Like, yes, I have the lifestyle mastery club, but I use, I was framing it as I'm the coach that's going to teach you. Now I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm just starting a club. If you have high level skills and you want to help a lot of people, but you suck at having fun, then you should join this. If you're an entrepreneur who's like me, who sucks at having fun, but got bad skills and you should join the lifestyle mastery club because I'm excellent at having fun. I'm excellent at bringing out the very best in people of reminding them of how great they are. So that's my skill. That's one of my skill sets I'm bringing to the club. What skill sets can you bring to the club? And so it's like, yeah, I'm still coaching, but I'm not at all. Like, do you get it? Yes, I still sell Gillen University, which is a spiritual development, a mindset development, a personal development program. Like it is all that. And it's me teaching lessons, but it's just something I have. I don't give a fuck if you do it or you don't do it. The secrets, everything you need to know to master your mindset are in there, but I'm not here to fucking sell you that shit anymore. Cause I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care. Not to be a dick, but I just don't care. I don't give a fuck if you do it or not. I do give a fuck about people and I'm giving people every opportunity they can to change their lives, but it's on fucking you. Nobody's coming to save you. And I'm not going to spend my life trying to fucking knock you on the head, put you on the shoulder and drag you back into my cave to try to help you. It's bullshit. And if you're doing that in your life for other people, you should stop doing that shit too. So a lot of you are like, oh man, I, I'm praying for you, brother Marshall. I, I hope that everything's okay. No, fuck that. I just realized that I'm totally awesome and hilarious when I smoke weed. The problem I had with weed is that I was just smoking it all the time, masking my pain, masking my emotions. And if God had, hadn't sent me Leanne, which is hilarious that she was named Leanne, like my mother, who's my only best friend and my fucking, my rock, right? It's funny that he said that he named her, or I guess I was the one that actually created it. I, I created somebody named Leanne who was so fiery and strong. She was a true fucking queen. And she was the last person, to, the last lesson I needed that I manifested. I thought it was forever, but it was only for right now. And so it's funny, right? That, that a girl named Leanne spelled the exact same way as the one that brought this all home for me. Because it was if it wasn't for Leanne, I wouldn't be able to get sober. And I knew that I should have stopped drinking fucking years ago, but I didn't have the courage to do it. But with Leanne, it was so easy. And once I got into all these days, I was like, fuck, I don't even want this anymore. And if it wasn't for Leanne, I wouldn't have stopped smoking weed. And yes, it was only for 19 days, but it was the first 19 days I had stopped smoking weed with the mental, emotional, spiritual development I had at this point. And I had never been sober and uh, booze and everything. I had never been so clear. And so the other day I got this download and I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to smoke. I'm just going to take a toke and see what happens. And I got so many fucking instant downloads of clarity of who I was supposed to become, who I was supposed to be. And you guys saw me take action on it. Not that you should smoke weed or any of that, but I'm saying you got to get in where you fit in. You were the one that's got to figure your shit out. Like I said, nobody's fucking coming to save you. There's people out here like me that will give you the shirt off your my back. I'll give you the money out of my pockets, but please believe if you test me, I will cut you. Like I'm still not to be trifled with. I And that's how we all should look at it. How can you know you're the very fucking best while also knowing you're the very worst? How can you know that you have all the answers while also knowing that you don't know shit? 
That's the beauty of being alive. And that's what I'm ready to create. That's the space I want to give to you. And I want to share with you. Those are the things I want you to be able to take into your life and do. And so for all of you who think I'm going nuts, I'm not. I just had the fucking courage to actually stand up in front of all y'all and go, you know what? This is what I'm going through. And, and judge me if you want, right? If you guys have ever watched my content or invested in any of my stuff, you guys know I say the same thing all the time. In a world where 99% of people are sitting down in their chair in a crowded room in a meeting going, oh man, what should we do? I don't know. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what action to take. Be that bold motherfucker that just goes, fuck it. You know what? I'll go first. Stand up, turn around and go, hey, I'm Marshall Gillen and this is what I'm going through. Because nobody gives a fuck how much money you make. I guarantee you, I just tried to host a mastermind. I've made my clients $114 million. I sent out 438 personal voice messages to people who personally know me and or have already worked with me. And despite the results that I've already created, the proven results, only three fucking people invested in me to help take me to the next level, which was a sign that I'm not the person, I'm not being the person I'm supposed to be. And so what I'm saying, if you guys are struggling anywhere in your life, they need you to take a look at it and ask yourself, where are you not truly being yourself? Where are you still putting the labels and assigning the meaning and the judgment that's keeping you limited in the thing that you want to create? Let's go, man. You can change it all, but you got to be willing to save yourself. And so that's it. Nobody cares that I, have, that I, I made all the money. I made all, Nobody cares. People only want to know that you care that you're doing it. I always tell people, man, like, dude, like I said, in a world where everybody is scared to stand up and take action, just be that person that stands up and goes, you know what? This is what I'm going through. Because you don't have to necessarily be at the finish line. People just need to be led. People want, need to know that they're not alone and they need to see somebody else taking action so they can have give themselves the permission to take action. And so that's what this whole thing is about. The Marshall Gillen Show, the shift to MarshallGillen420.club, like all of it is just to fucking spit in the eye of everybody that wants to fucking keep making excuses and wearing the mask. Fine. I'm not mad at you, but I'm going to troll the fuck out of you. I'm going to be making fun of you. I'm going to be pretty lighthearted and kind of, I'll probably piss a lot of you off to be honest with you, but it's like, I've always been that way. I'm antagonistic to people who make it hard on themselves. A lot of my uh, past relationships, it's like, I'll towards the end when it's all falling apart, it's like, I'm talking shit to them, but it's like, like, why do you do that? Why do you antagonize me? I'm like, I antagonize you because you're fucking whining about something that you can make excuses about. And I can't help it, but that's just who I am. And so to the people that want to help themselves and are and and own that like I'm the nicest guy in the world but the people making excuses and complaining and being lazy I'm like dude like what the fuck ever like you're a bum stop being a bum like if you don't want to be a loser then stop acting like a loser if you want to be a winner act like a winner it's like it's that simple and so that's what this whole thing is about yes I'm okay I've never been better in my whole entire life and again I'm going to show you guys from fucking ground zero I'm about to build this motherfucker to a million dollar brand with some dude who fucking works out, is all tatted up, and smokes pot. Big fucking deal. Get in where you fit in. If you're not, sit back, get the fuck out of my way, and witness what I'm about to fucking create. I've already done it once. Now I'm going to do it again twice as fast, three times as big, and ten times more impactful. And if you don't believe me, just watch. If you haven't joined the Gillen Gang yet, I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you either text me, DM me, or go to MarshallGillen420.club and see how you can get on on the Gillen Gang. I'm launching something brand new for the for people just like me called the Gillen Gang, officially the Gillen Gang. And I have so many cool things that we're going to be doing, so many fun things we're going to be doing. But if you know that you need more energy and more clarity, then link up with me in the Gillen Gang. And if not, then I don't give a fuck. People are like, what are you going to do now, Marshall? I'm just going to be me. 
I'm going to hang out outside. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to love God. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love people. And I'm probably going to get high along the way doing it. And I'm going to be totally awesome and hilarious. And I'm going to make people laugh and make them feel good. I'm going to make them feel loved. I don't know what you're up to, but that's what I'm about to be up to. If you aren't subscribed to the Marshall Gillen Show yet, make sure you are. Thank you for tuning in. And I love you.